Welcome in. <laughs> What's right with Nick Wright? Episode 129. But the first episode ever that we've done with the Kansas City Chiefs as the Super Bowl champions of the world. Who could have seen it coming? This god dog show, that's who could have seen it coming. Exactly. Oh, it's the Bills year. Oh, the Bengals have their number. Oh, they, they're going to miss Tyree Kill. Oh, Mahomes is hurt. Ain't a damn thing matter when you have that quarterback and that coach. A masterpiece. A true Kansas City masterpiece. Four second half drives, four scores. That is now twice Patrick Mahomes has been down double digits in the God Dog Super Bowl against the league's best defense and executed second half 10-point comebacks. All of NFL history. We'll get into the show in a second. All of NFL history in the Super Bowl. Down 10 points. Everyone has lost every single time. Except Tom Brady twice. Patrick Mahomes twice. I tell you we're going to start with what missed. But we're not. The Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. I will tell you. If you listen to Friday's gambling show, and we're going to get into it later, we gave out another offer winner. We finished our year with a 28 to 1 winner in the Super Bowl. We almost started the year with a 50 to 1 winner. We did end the year with a 28 to 1 winner. But, you know, I was in Phoenix all week. I left before the game. And while I was in Phoenix, a big question I got was. Where's Demonze? So the Demonze stands, as he says, uh, are actually alive and well. Demonze also wearing a What's Up Mahomes shirt, courtesy of our friends at the Dan Patrick Show. That's who sent me that. Okay. Uh, you Appreciate know, some would say, you know, this is a little bandwagony since, you know, I didn't see that shirt all year, but I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Demonze grew up in Kansas City. He can claim it as much as he wants. Let's get into the show. How could I not, man? All right, Travis Kelsey said nobody believed in the Chiefs. Nobody except for this guy and crew. Okay, can I say something real quick to my friend Travis Kelsey? Not to make it about me, but it would have been nice if when he's getting the trophy, he had just thrown in a except Nick Wright. It or if been Mahomes nice. was standing there. If Mahomes was like, except our guy Nick. <laughs> that, I mean, I probably would have passed out, yeah. but, but that would have been nice. But go ahead. Uh, you said that Monday morning's headline would be Mahomes' masterpiece. Yeah. He did win the MVP, but he surprisingly only had 182 passing yards and also rushed for 40-plus. Yeah. Two questions. Have you slept yet? And was this an all-time Mahomes game, or does the W belong more to Andy Reid and the supporting cast? Both. Both. So, yeah. I Mahomes was wildly efficient, not yeah. wildly prolific. Right. So, the... The reason he only threw for 180 was not because he was missing passes. Guy only had three passing touchdowns, six incompletions. And the incompletions, I feel like I can name them. There was three throwaways, the one pass right before the missed field goal where he was getting hit and threw it. Looked like it could have got picked. And it all, yeah, it looked like it could have gotten picked or caught. Right. The one pass where Juju got held over the middle on that third down which, by the way, would then pay dividends later in the game. The refs missed that. And then one more I'm forgetting. So Mahomes, I thought, played 
a perfect football game. And I, the, I don't know that it was his best game, but it was perfect. He made no mistakes. Oh, he did everything that you wanted him to do. And that scramble is an iconic play in NFL history. That guy is has an injured ankle playing the most ferocious pass rush in the league. It's the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, tie game, two and a half minutes left, and he scrambles him into field goal range, where one first down now wins the game and where you know you're taking the lead. Yeah. And so in that regard, he was he played a perfect game. With that said, this was as great of a team win as I can ever remember in my life as a sports fan. So let's talk about Andy, then let's talk about the other guys. Halftime adjustments are usually just a media thing because halftime's 13 minutes. Takes like two minutes to get to the locker room, like two minutes to get back. People use the bathroom. They eat a little something. The Super Bowl is different because you have 40-minute halftime. So you actually do have time to break things down and to look at things. And the Chiefs clearly realize the Eagles are reacting to our wide receiver motion in a way that leads them susceptible to reversing it in the other direction. And they scored back-to-back second-half Super Bowl touchdowns on the old run the same play on Madden and just hit R2, flip it, where Kadarius Tony runs like he's going to take a jet sweep at the last second breaks outside, and both guys go with the inside player. Mm-hmm. Wide open touchdown. Sky Moore then scored a touchdown on the exact same play. That's coaching. Yeah. So Andy, listen, for Andy to have a game plan where they outrushed the Eagles, where they only had the ball eight times on offense, and in those eight times, they scored four touchdowns, could have scored a fifth, but they, they went down at the one. Right. You know what I mean? The, oh, yeah. So scored four touchdowns, kicked a field goal, missed a field goal, and had two punts. And... Andy's only the only decision he made all game that I didn't like, and this was you can attest to this. That first field goal I didn't like. Yeah, I just thought that we know Philly's going to be aggressive. You got to, and at that point the Chiefs had had the ball once, driven right down the field and scored. Right. Had the ball again, we're driving down the field. The the Eagles were showing no resistance. I thought he should go for it. But aside from that, it was a great job by Andy Reid. Yeah, so he deserves. Massive credit. Now to the other guys. Too many to name. Kadarius Tony's punt return. Holy bleep. That's the longest Huge. punt return in Super Bowl history. That's crazy. That is back-to-back weeks where you could argue the singular biggest play was a punt return. One by Sky Moore, a rookie, in the AFC Championship mm-hmm. game, and one by Kadarius Tony, a second-year player, who was acquired by the Chiefs midseason. Unbelievable. Nick Bolton, the scoop and score touchdown, mm-hmm. to have the courage and the wherewithal, not just to fall on that right. football, but to pick it up and go. And Nick Bolton 
flying all over the field in the run game, costing you your parlay because Miles Sanders couldn't get off because yeah. Nick Bolton was crushing people. Yeah. Like, he was there. He was outstanding. And then most importantly, and I know at this point, even though it's just, you know, 12 hours after the game, I'm sure a lot of people have made this point, but it must be repeated. That offensive line played an all-time game. You're up against the number one pass rush in the league by a mile. And Mahomes wow, no sacks. was allowed no sacks. I mean, both teams, they threw no, one they, sack. On but it, and it wasn't even really a sack. It was the play you, took, you, you talked about. Saunders, the, the big guy chasing Hurts out of bounds. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he stepped out a yard by the yep. line scrimmage. That counts as a sack. Right. But for the Chiefs offensive line to hold up the way they did, and that was, this was the point I made on Friday repeatedly and on Thursday's What's Right show, was any of us that have any professional pride whatsoever if we have ever failed in a big spot professionally, the one thing we make sure of is I might fail again, but I will not fail in the same way for the same reasons. The Chiefs lost a Super Bowl in embarrassing fashion two years ago because they couldn't block the other team's front four. So while everyone was worried about that being why the Chiefs didn't win today or yesterday, I said all week, that is the least of my concerns. Reed, Mahomes, Bienemy, and Brett Beach, the GM, have had two years to address the personnel on the offensive line, to address the schematic issues from that game, and to make sure that doesn't happen again. Right. And they executed it. So, like, could the Chiefs have, listen, we'll talk about the Eagles side of this later. But obviously, this was a great game and a game the Eagles could have won. But it wasn't going to be because the Chiefs' offense couldn't move the ball. It was going to be because Jalen Hurts, who we'll discuss shortly, had one of the best games. I think it's not one of I think it's the best game of his career. Yeah, He was spectacular. And we'll talk more about him, and he will get Massive respect for me, but I so, know you want to ask so, some follow-ups here. Yep. Yeah, so Mahomes has two Super Bowl MVPs and two MVPs now. Yep. Is it too soon to declare him the GOAT, or are you ready to take it there? Okay, so the list of guys with multiple league MVPs and multiple Super, Super Bowl MVPs is Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Patrick Mahomes. That also, to me, is very fairly the list of the three best quarterbacks ever. And I would have Peyton Manning fourth. But those three guys... Unbelievable regular season numbers, unbelievable statistics, unbelievable clutch moments in the postseason, and multiple championships. That Those are the only three guys in league history that check those boxes and you add to it, got better in the biggest spots, were better in the playoffs, better trailing in games than they were in regular situations. I am ready. And I think everyone should be ready to say Patrick Mahomes is the best player we've ever seen at the position. Greatest of all time has to do with accomplishments, and he has a ways to go to catch Brady. I don't think he has to get to seven rings, 
but he has to get, it can't be seven to two. Right. I'm not a count the rings guy, but four, four, and you can have the discussion. Hundred percent, you can have the discussion. Uh and it also will. De- Here's the other thing. I get that everyone is going to say Brady won three in his first four years. Mahomes has two in his first five. That's true. Brady had three after four years. Brady also had three after 14 years. Right. Anybody think Mahomes only won in one in the next decade? Like, as far as on track to catch Brady, I would argue ahead of schedule. Right. Because there is, and again. The Patriots didn't even make the the playoffs. What was it, the year after? So they won a Super Bowl, missed the playoffs, then won back-to-back, and then after they won back-to-back. Mahomes is always there. Always there. Yeah. Always there and always in round three or further. Right. And is now set up. Here's the other thing. Well, actually, you know what? Go ahead and get to the next question because I don't want to step on it. Go ahead uh-huh. because I'll get there here. Yeah, the Eagles actually played a pretty good game minus the fumble for the t- for the touchdown by Hurts. I want. I think the Eagles offensively played almost a perfect game. Very clean game. A- a- except for, the, listen, that fumble is a huge, especially because it's unforced. I mean, right. that, he, yeah. he just, he, the ball just slipped out of his hands. It's a huge play, but go ahead. Yeah, but it seemed inevitable that Kansas City will win because, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah. Every week they won a close game, plus they traded away the best wide receiver in football and still won the Super Bowl. Yep. And Mahomes said after winning the game, we're not done yet. What does the rest of the league need to do to catch up to the Chiefs, or is that impossible? I don't know how they're going to do it. So here's the crazy thing, and this is what I was about to say there. Oh. Was it the rookies, but it's more so Brett Those Beach deserves so much credit for it's not just having the guts to trade Tyreek Hill, but then you've got to go hit on those draft picks. And Pacheco, seventh round pick, dude was a monster. Two rookies scored touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Sky Moore, the whole Leo secondary. Austin. Yeah. Leo Chanel, the linebacker. The on the big play that Andy challenged and it ended up being upheld, but the Goddard double yeah. catch. That was a rookie safety that came in and hit him right. that and almost saved bobble. that play. Yeah. Rookies all over the place on the offensive line. Creed Humphrey is in his second year. Trey Smith is in his second year. Guys, they drafted. They have nailed the draft. Sometimes their r- rookiness was showing. Yes. But, like, now they've got that Super Bowl experience. Well, I mean, it, they won a Super Bowl. You want it. So, the thing is this. You paid no price. Right. For the, the teams that played the most rookies in the NFL this year were the Bears. They have the number one pick. The Texans. They have the number two pick. And the Seahawks. Shout out to the Seahawks. They also they had an unbelievable draft class. Drafted two tackles. Drafted an awesome corner in the sixth round or something. Their running back was a rookie, and they were actually good. Right. But they were not Super Bowl caliber. Right. So the Chiefs have all these rookies getting snaps. But here's the other reason everyone's in so rough shape. Moving forward, Patrick Mahomes' average annual value on his contract right now is fifth most in the NFL. Rodgers, Russell, Kyler, and Deshaun are all at, make more on an, a year-by-year basis. Josh Allen's right behind. But that is about to change drastically because Joe Burrow's about to get paid. 
Justin Herbert's about to get paid. Jalen Hurts is about to get paid. Lamar might get paid. And Dak might get an extension. Point is this. It is absolutely realistic to say because Mahomes signed a 10-year contract. Unprecedented then, and no one has signed one since. It is likely that going into next season, Patrick Mahomes is, on average, the 10th highest paid quarterback. Yeah. That is devastating for the rest of the league. Yeah. To have the far and away best guy by a mile. And he's not going to, my guess is, he's not going to try to renegotiate. He's not going to ask for more money. He wants more Super Bowls. Because he wants more Super Bowls. And he knows that, you know, Kelsey does not make a lot of money. Kelsey has taken less repeatedly and not reset the tight end market. We'll see what now Chris Jones is up for you, potentially up for a contract. He might take a lot and we'll see what they do with Frank Clark. But the point is that Mahomes contract is, is such a bargain. And the fact that it runs seven more years from now or eight more years, I'm not sure which it puts the chiefs in a position where, and then you, the moves like, Kadarius Tony, he has two years left on his rookie deal. So they they are, and they still have a few extra draft picks thanks to the Tyreek trade. Tyreek, who, by the way, I don't know if you saw it, he tweeted calling Kelsey and Mahomes the greatest duo ever. Love you to should. see it. I, shout out to him for that. Respect. Yeah. Um, but the Chiefs are, we look at the, let's just look at the Super Bowls. Since Mahomes came into the league, okay? Mahomes' first year, the Patriots win it, beating the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game in overtime. A couple years, the next year they get bounced in round one. They haven't won a playoff game since. Since the Patriots won that Super Bowl, they have not won a playoff game since, okay? The next year, the Chiefs won. Put a pin in them. Put, put them in a moment. The next year, the Bucks won. The Bucks are now done. They're finished. They won one playoff game since then. The next year, the Rams won. They missed the playoffs this year. They look to be pretty close to done. And then the Chiefs won it again. So everyone else that has won a Super Bowl in this era has, and the year before Mahomes came into the league or started playing, the Eagles won it with a coach and a quarterback that then got fired and released. And now we're back there, credit to them, with a totally new coach and quarterback. But they at least built something semi-sustainable, even though they switched out coach and quarterback. But everyone else has spent, spent, spent in free agency, done everything you can, try to get there right now. And a lot of teams have done that and not won the Super Bowl. Those teams won it and did win a Super Bowl, but then they couldn't sustain it at all. The Chiefs have eight rookies that played significant roles in the Super Bowl. Nick Bolton is young. Chris Jones is not young. He's in the prime of his career. The only old guy on the team uh, is Travis. Is Travis. The only old guy on the team is Travis Kelsey. And, like, I'm a little worried about him. I notice his, like, technique. Like, even when he gets tackled, he's really good at, like, 
keeping himself out of danger. So that is the way he falls is pretty smooth. So that is a super savvy point by you. And that is why Travis Kelsey. So listen, sometimes injuries are bad luck in this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Travis Kelsey, Demonze, in his NFL career, has been his rookie year, he didn't play. So throw that year out. Okay. In his rookie year, has been on the roster for 146. Right. Is that right? Hold on. Let me make sure this is exactly right. That doesn't sound right, but okay. But yeah, and I'm sorry. Post his rookie year, has been on the roster for 145 games in the regular season and 18 games in the postseason. So in Travis Kelsey's, he's been eligible to play in post rookie year, 163 games. He has played in 161 of them. And one of those games he missed was a week 17 resting you because we're the one seed already. Copy. He has, in his career, missed one game due to injury. So, I don't know if this is showing up on the pod, but we got some smooth jazz music being played right outside Drintage here in Harlem. Uh, (laughs) But you are 100% correct that he has a method. Yes, he trains. He keeps himself at all those things. He has an unbelievable ability to not take big hits. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is crazy for a guy who lives over the middle. Right. But it's like he's always gliding. Yeah. And like, I can't remember the last time somebody squared him up. Right. Now, let me add one other part to that. That is also a quarterback stat. Yeah. Brady talked. Yes, he was just talking about that. About how it is. Taking the responsibility off of the quarterbacks these days. Yep. Penalizing people for hitting them when they're leaving them exposed. Correct. Like that is part. Partially, that's Mahomes' ability to, if he sees a guy coming, he throws it low and out, you know, does things, doesn't put his guys in danger. That is a huge part of being a great quarterback that nobody thinks about. But Brady thought about it, obviously, and it's 100% correct. But Kelsey. I, I listen, Kelsey's not going to retire this year, but Kelsey eventually might retire. I mean, not might. He eventually, I mean, Kelsey is older than Gronk. I, I, I don't know why, man. I still give Kelsey like four more years. It's a lot. I mean, the thing is this he has, he has not slowed down at all. And he seems to have so much fun. And where I would like to give the Chiefs a ton of credit. And you notice this watching the post-game interviews. Every single person who's interviewed, when they're asked about what they did, found a different teammate to give credit to for what they did. Yeah, They really do seem, and the Eagles had that as well going for them, where they were totally united. Right. And everyone kept asking, asking Travis Kelsey all week how he gets so open. And every time he said, Andy Reid and mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes, yeah. baby. And Mahomes, whenever he was asked about this game yesterday in all the interviews, he just talked about the offensive line. He said, we told the offensive line all week, if you guys hold up, we win. Mm -hmm. And they were great. All right, we're 20 minutes in. We're only halfway through the segment. Let's keep going. (laughs) Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. 
obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. All right, you called Jalen Hurts the 25th best best quarterback in the league at the beginning of the season. Okay, before the year started, that's where I had him. That is correct. Go ahead. aged wonderfully. Okay. All right, despite the loss in the Super Bowl, he's proved you and all the other haters wrong. He had the most rushing touchdowns in yards by a quarterback ever and also threw for 300-plus. And the rushing touchdowns thing, forget by a quarterback. He tied the Super Bowl record for any play. Yeah. He tied Terrell Davis's record of three rushing touchdowns in a game. Yeah. In, in the Super Bowl. Go ahead. Although that fumble and Hail Mary won't, weren't great. Well, the Hail Mary, he said his foot slipped, which made yeah. sense. That turf was a disaster. Yeah, I mean, that turf was an embarrassment. I wonder what they do next year. Well, it's, the Super Bowl won't be there. Well, I mean, I'm as far as like the the design in the middle. Of I the... I don't think it was. I think the paint had something to do with it. But that turf, remember, week one of the season, the Chiefs were in that stadium, and McDuffie, their rookie corner, got hurt, and their kicker got hurt because they slipped on that bad turf. But go ahead. Yeah, uh, Hertz is now in line for an extension, and at the end of at the end of the next season, no, he's in line for an extension right now. I mean, oh. they the his contract's not up until next season, but they're going to pay him now. Oh, okay. So he, he, they could not pay. Maybe listen. Maybe it'll be Lamar's situation where like they offer him and he doesn't want it, but yeah. he's eligible for an extension now. His contract goes another season. But okay. So do you think they'd be correct giving him the money? Would you tie him to your franchise? Oh, listen, I. He, Jalen Hurts, you were spectacular. Yeah. Spectacular. I was dead wrong on him. I, the, he was great. Yeah. He was great. And when you add that level of play to what is undeniably a, like, made in a lab leader, his quotes, his mindset, he said before the game, uh, I had a plan before anyone had an opinion, which is just such a great line. And what he has dealt with as far as getting benched at Alabama, transferring, yeah. then damn near winning Everything Heisman. was like lined up for him to choke in the Super Bowl. A hundred percent. Given the last biggest stage he played on. And given the fact that it was very, very clear that he was going to have to go toe-to-toe with Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this much, man. If... If it weren't the, for that fumble, man, I don't. Well, I I was gonna say if the if McKinnon doesn't the sneaky greatest play of the Super Bowl was McKinnon going down at the one, yeah, going against all instinct 
to score what could be the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, going down at the one before you go out of bounds, any of that. This was like a minute and 40 at yeah, that Yeah, and which allowed, if, if he scores there, I'm terrified that Jalen Hurts going to drive the field for a touchdown, yeah. and I think they might have gone for two to Monze. And they're going to use him again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that two-point play was unstoppable. Yeah. Like the, and so I he was great. Yeah. His defense let him down. And that was, are we going to get into that uh, later in the show? Or, no, I'm going to do it right here. This is the problem with believing the raw numbers rather than believing the context. That defense, statistically, was one of the best we've ever seen. If you add the context of who, what opposing quarterbacks they were playing, and at the end of the year now, this team played six top 10 quarterbacks from this year. Goff, Dak, The Prince, Rodgers, Mahomes, five. No, 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 you're fine. I said six, but it was five. Those five. Average 34 points per game. So, right in line. while the defense was excellent as far as getting to the quarterback all year, that's another thing. Sacks are sometimes a quarterback stat. The best quarterbacks find a way to make sure, you know what I mean, to get rid of the ball, to do things. And the defense did got, what they do against good quarterback, good quarterback. Exactly, which is get exposed on the back end. Right. And the that was a no-show performance. The, the in league history, the number one pass defense prior to yesterday's game had played in three Super Bowls. The Broncos had the number one pass defense against Cam Newton and the Panthers. The Panthers that year led the league in scoring. They went fifteen and one. Cam won MVP. The Broncos held them to ten points and won. The Seahawks made the Super Bowl against the number one scoring offense, the Denver Broncos, actually, oddly enough, with Peyton Manning. That Seahawks defense held them to eight points and won 43-8. The Tampa Bay Bucks made the Super Bowl t- 20 years ago with the number one defense. They played the Raiders. They beat the Raiders 48-21, to scored two pick sixes in that game, and dominated. Number one pass defenses in the Super Bowl prior to yesterday were 3-0 and and had won the games 115-39. to So in all of NFL history, you play the number one pass defense, three Super Bowls, you average 13 points a game, 39 total points. The Chiefs scored 38 yesterday. So that is partially a Chiefs stat. That is partially a, wasn't actually the number one pass defense. Right. It was, but it wasn't. But Jalen... Did everything. All right, we don't have a lot of time here to get to this last topic. I don't know what it possibly could be, but go ahead. All right, one of the great, one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time ended with a defensive holding call. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Just yeah. get to it. James Bradbury admitted that he held after the game, so it must have been the right call. But it still looked debatable. The Chiefs definitely were on the right side of a few calls in, this, in, the, in the playoffs, legit or not. Uh, the refereeing, the refereeing seems shaky this entire postseason across the board. 
you can't just dismiss the role of the refs played in the Super Bowl run, but will you? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Uh, the, you, you're talking about the officiating? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the deal. It's game-changing. On replay, it looked very questionable. It could have flipped the game. And I'm, of course, talking about the touchdown taken off the board by the Chiefs after a forced fumble. Oh, where are the little violins for that? Oh, the league's rigged for the <laughs> Chiefs, really? Well, they had a forced fumble touchdown that was called a touchdown in real time on replay. We saw the guy caught it. He turns upfield. He fumbles, and they took the touchdown away. Or, or Dallas Goddard on third and forever, clearly double catching the ball, only oh, getting man. one foot in down inbounds, and they review it, and they're like, nah, give him the catch. So give me a break. So every Oh, you know, Nick, you know what call was the bad call? The call that the guy who they called it on after the game said, yes, I definitely did it. I hope the refs would ignore it. I touched Shut the ball, up. coach. Give me a, it's exactly right <laughs> for that stupid commercial. Give me a break. Give me a break. Now, I will admit, if I were on the other side of that, I'd be beside myself. I get it. They're letting it rot, too. The The problem is, the problem is they hadn't called that old game. Yeah. Now. Let me give another angle to this that my buddy Laszlo uh, pointed out when I was on talking to him this morning. That little go-in, cut-out move that he held Juju on was the exact type of move the Chiefs had scored two touchdowns on. And if the referee is watching that, like, okay, you guys keep getting beat on this play. It's now the biggest play of the game, and you held him. I can't let you do it. You know what I mean? Like the, and by the way, that guy, he had held Juju earlier in the game. They didn't call it. Cry me a river. You know, another thing that I've noticed what? is that, uh, you know, when players get held, they're like, what's going on? Juju had no type of reaction. No, he, uh, I mean, he's I mean, he, I mean, also, when you see the ball going up there, is Juju getting to that football? Well, no. So, but here's, here's an important note on that. Defensive pass interference. The ball has to be catchable. If you call it offensive pass interference, it has to be a ball he could catch. Defensive holding, Mahomes could throw it into the 30th row. It's still a defensive holding. So the catchability of that ball has nothing to do with the call. Okay. The guy admitted he did it. <laughs> I mean, we're out here trying to argue that this this person shouldn't be in jail and he's given a full confession. Like, <laughs> no, I'm very sorry to the families I harmed. Give me a break. Guy admitted he did it. He didn't want to get cooked up by Juju. Juju got a million dollar bonus. He had he, he had a yard own. prop or something. No yard prop. I love that. <laughs> uh, he had in his contract if they win the Super Bowl and he plays over fifty percent of the snaps, he gets an extra million dollars. They were only paying him eight million this year, so that's like a huge yeah. extra percentage of his salary. He's he got it. He didn't know about it. He got told about it in the post game interview. He was oh, so wow. happy. That's dope. He was so happy. That's really dope. Uh, okay. We've got 10,000-plus people watching us live. We greatly appreciate it. I would greatly appreciate if all of you watched the television show today. There are two reasons. One is I would like this to be the highest-rated TV show ever. The other is when I tell you we have an over-the-top ceremony planned, I mean we have an over-the-top ceremony planned. 
Bringing out the trumpets? It's oh well, the trumpets are reserved just for the prince. Let's not distract the prince. <laughs> uh, but it'll be more than trumpets. Patrick Mahomes, when he was on with us, did demand. You know, we dropped some more banners. So we might have that along with other things. Also, speaking of Patrick Mahomes, real quick before we break, you want to see what I woke up to? Let's see. At 4.51 a.m. My guy. My guy. My guy. The greatest player in the league. He's like, you know what? While I'm celebrating the Super Bowl, let me shoot my guy Nick Wright a text (laughs) saying I'll see you at the parade. Let's do it. You god dog right. Wait, are you going to go? Yeah. So you're going to be out there at the same time as me? Well, no, I'm going to, I got to figure this out. It's going to be logistically, it's very hard. But if anyone's watching, by the way, I put out this tweet, but I'm totally serious. If anyone in New York City is a Chiefs fan and is planning on going to the parade and is flying private Tuesday night and wants to let me hitch a ride, (laughs) I will pay you in great takes, conversation, and gambling advice. But it is. There's not a lot of great flight options for New York City to Kansas City because I have to leave Tuesday night and I have to come back Wednesday night. So I have a very limited window there. Oh, so no, I'm not. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's. I thought it was on the weekend. No, the no, the parade is Wednesday. Okay. They they do the parade immediately because the players want to go on vacation. Right. Uh, but I got to figure out how I'm getting there. I was today. I was I was like googling like, can I take a helicopter to Philly? Is there a flight from Philly? It's hard to get there because I don't want to miss any of the TV shows. Yeah. And I'm going to do my TV show from the parade, but I'm going to be in the parade. I might even I might even have like a little speaking role i'm not sure yet got to work all that out we got a lot to talk about what a day subscribe to the show right now live on youtube we got a lot left to do plus your guys questions in our third segment second segment though we play a game and we talk about us you know giving out 28 to 1 winners to wrap up our gambling shows it's all next what's right So Chiefs to win, Mahomes to win MVP, Kelsey to have over 80 yards, Kelsey to score a touchdown, and Mahomes to rush for over 20 and a half. That will actually put that at about right at, 30 to 1. What is right it? At 20, right at 20. Right at 20. Okay, so it doesn't improve them all that much, but it's at 28 to 1. Okay, I'll make that bet. I'll take that offer to end the year with me finally taking the offer. It it. it. Yeah. Now you and I didn't actually. Yeah. So. In my defense, I don't even think I could find like octopus and stuff on my betting well, app. Octopus, we couldn't, but that one we could have created ourselves. Instead, you and I just each made a bunch of different parlays. And at the last minute, I tried to make that one, but I couldn't. I was having trouble finding the Mahomes to win MVP part of it. And I was like, yeah, forget it. I, now, I did bet Mahomes the over. I told you, I did tell you my favorite bet of the year uh, in the Super Bowl, I should say, was Mahomes over 20 and a half rushing yards. I just knew he was going to be running around. And he had that hit before that super long scramble. Yeah. But he was only at 25. And what did I tell you about those deep kneel downs at the end? Yeah. I mean, that's like seven or something like that. It would have happened again. Yeah. If he had 25 yards when he took those kneel downs, he lost seven yards on those kneel downs. Yeah. That would have taken it to the under. Uh, DeMonze had a great parlay 
but one of the legs was was Miles it sixty Sanders for forty. 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 And how many did he finish with? Sixteen. He was terrible. I mean, he just never got going. Demonte, that was a honest to God, it was like sixty to one. It was a great because it was twenty oh, bucks to win what it was 1200? 30, 30 to win thirteen hundred. Okay, so it was just over forty to one. Yeah. Uh so that's a bummer. But we gave out a twenty eight to one winner. Yeah. We finished the season eight and five in the postseason. 58, 53, and two. So dead, dead even as far as from a big perspective on the regular season and playoffs combined. We were good. Yeah. And we gave out some long shot winners. The offer hit five times, and every offer was at least 10 to one. That's a great job by the producers because yeah. I don't I don't put those together. Right. I just look at them and see if we want to hit them. Uh, you guys also suggested I bet the octopus, which is a player to score a touchdown and the ensuing two-point conversion. I had never heard of the octopus, and then the octopus hit. So credit to you guys. Ga- the gambling producers really did a great job this year. Yeah. And 28 to 1, a documented, videoed, and it's not like we put together seven parlays on that show. We actually only gave out on that show four bets. Those four bets were the Chiefs. This is unbelievable now I'm thinking of it. We gave, I said there were four bets, well, three bets that I loved, and then the offer, which I said I'll take. Those bets were the Chiefs plus one and a half, winner. The teaser I gave out, remember the six-point teaser of the Chiefs up to plus seven and a half? Yeah. And the total down to 44? Easy winner. Mahomes over 20 and a half rushing yards. He doubled it. And the offer. What a what a winning is fantastic final yeah. gambling show weekend. Somehow it resulted in Demonte winning zero bets, but but you know what? Still crazy, pretty great. What a gambling show weekend! All right, let's play our game, Demonte. Go right ahead. Yeah. So today we're going to be playing right ins. Okay. Uh, I think you guys remember how it works? Yeah. We say something. I love this. Picture. Write the answer. I love that picture so much. Go ahead. Oh yeah, it's a different. Yeah. Are, am I actually wearing those glasses? Um. But uh, so, ve- <laughs> no, I think because I've, I've worn glasses like that before. I was okay. just confused on where they would have gotten it. Ex- yeah. Um, My but guess is it's a Photoshop. But go you guys ahead. did good. Uh-huh. Uh, Vegas had, had the gall to make Mahomes an underdog in the Super Bowl. The entire Fox pregame show or free, pregame crew picked Philly. Yeah. Then Eagles fan booed Dak Prescott when he won an award for being a literal humanitarian. Karma played a blank role in the Chiefs victory. Okay. So I'm going to say karma played. All right. Well, this, this, this marker does not work. So that's a bad beat for us. We should have maybe tested these out beforehand. Yours does. So I'll go ahead and just do this. Karma played a 0% role in the chiefs victory. And here's why I, everyone giving the Eagles fans a hard time for booing Dak Prescott. That is good football fun. The Eagles hate the Cowboys. There was if they would have like booed Demar Hamlin, yeah. like that to me would be beyond the pale. But it's fine that they booed Dak Prescott. Now, I don't know that it's karma, but how in the world does everyone pick the Eagles? Yeah. I, and it wasn't just Fox. I don't want to just bang on Fox, but it, Fox was the official pregame show, and every all seven of them. 
picked the Eagles. Yep, some even had the Eagles by 10. Yeah, it was crazy. All right, next. All right, the Chiefs front office deserves credit, obviously. No one wanted to touch Juju or MVS, and Tony was an afterthought. And Pacheco was also a seventh rounder. The Chiefs' best acquisition this year was oh, Pacheco. Wow. DeMonte's saying Pacheco. He can't write it down, even though the game's right in, because somehow this marker here. I got another one in my bag. Uh, it, uh, it's all right. The you can say it and I'll write it. The the this marker here has never been used and it doesn't work. It looks like it. it's perfect. Yeah. It's just a faulty. You know what? You know who would never make this mistake? The good people at Sharpies. Tell you that much right now. Yeah, that's why I'm a Sharpie loyalist. Perfect Chief name drop. Best acquisition this year. God, dog, that's hard. But I'm going to say this guy. Pacheco was excellent. I have to give him credit all year long. But I'm going to say this guy. Kadarius Tony. Here's why. Acquiring him for a third-round pick when he was 15 months removed from being the 20th pick of the draft or top whatever it was, 21st, something like that, where he still has two years left on his contract is so valuable. Yeah. And then, let me have a cap to that. And then you add to it. They didn't know this at the time, but Hardman was going to be out for months and they didn't have another guy who could fill that role of just get, get him the ball in space and have him make people miss. So they desperately needed that player. And, I mean, that punt return, he was spectacular. Now, he's frustrating as far as his ability to stay healthy. Maybe a year in the Chiefs program can help that. But I think it's Kadarius Tony. All right, next. All right, there were, there were countless big moments for the Chiefs. But, uh, but what will endure through history? The thing Nick will remember the most about, from this Super Bowl was... All right, well, I'm going to write down my answer. But what do, you, what, is, what do you think my answer is? Butker hitting the field goal? Nope, that ain't it. The, what's your answer? What will you remember the most? The fumble return. Oh, really? Yeah, either the fumble was the both the fumble return and the punt return were very epic things to see. I'm gonna say this: the Mahomes scramble. The Mahomes yeah. scramble. The guy's re-injured his ankle. He is getting rushed. He runs for thirty yards. Know that one. No, like no, no, no. That's an easy one. I feel it, like. He ran, runs for 30 yards to set up the game-winning field goal. Mm. It's just an all-time, that's how why you're a legend moment. That's his all-time, I'm him performance. Sure, it's, yeah. It's going around on Somebody Twitter. said that to him after the game. They were like, all these people are you know, picking these other guys, and then you do all these things. Those, that's not... Those aren't great numbers. Those are I'm him numbers. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Just melt into this chair. <laughs> um, all right, next. Uh, so, wait. Was, oh, the, yeah, same thing. Yep. The field was very slippery, and Eagles offensive lineman said after the game, it was like playing on a water park. They also had some tough calls go against them. Boo-hoo. Cry, Eagles, cry. Oh, wow. The lamest Eagles excuse will be. You know what? I'm going to say none because I – I actually want to give them credit. I don't think they've made a lot of excuses. They did. They, they, yes, they said the field was messed up, but they also then immediately said that was the case for both teams. Bradbury said he committed the penalty. Sirianni, after the game, didn't complain about the penalties. Like, 
I think the Eagles are taking their loss a hell of a lot better than the Niners have taken their loss to the Eagles. 100%. The Niners who got dog walked in that game, and I understand that what happened with the quarterback, and I obviously thought the Niners you know, should have won that game, but the Niners all week were like, we were the better team, blah, 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 blah. The Eagles, to me, are handling this very, very well, and I give them a lot of credit for that. Next. All right, after losing, Jason Kelsey and Boston Scott watched the Chiefs celebrate on the field. Stephon Diggs seemed to start this trend two years ago after the Bills lost the AFC Championship. The staying on the field thing is blank. I'm going to call it, I think it's the staying on the field thing is odd. Jason Kelsey, I do not find it odd. His brother won the Super Bowl, and he seems like an, they seem like they have an unbelievable relationship. Yeah. I think that is one of the coolest sibling relationships I've ever seen. And did you see what Kelsey said? He said to Travis when they met midfield to hug. Travis said to Jason Jason said to Travis after the Super Bowl when they were celebrating. No, what did he say? Jason said that what what he said to Travis was F you. Congratulations. (laughs) Which is just so good. That's pretty dope. Now, Jason Kelsey might be retiring. Yeah. And. So the, the, I don't understand Boston Scott staying out there. Uh, and Stephon Diggs did it, I know, and it, I I don't totally get it. All right, next. I mean. Go ahead. Maybe they just wish that was them. Yeah, I, and they the think moment, it's going to you know, motivate them more. Sure, I, I'm sure that's why. I don't think I'd be able to do it. All right, next. Your one-word review of this year's Super Bowl commercial is. Okay, so this isn't one word. But, straight trash with hyphenated. Okay. As John Wall would say. I'm going to have to say in slash A because, and I'm not proud of this, but I will admit to it. I was chain smoking during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Every commercial break, I walked outside and just smoked half a cigarette. I just, it was too much to handle. So I didn't see any of the commercials. I don't know if they were good. (laughs) During halftime, I did watch halftime on my phone sitting outside. Yeah. Uh, Out of respect to Rihanna, I didn't want to miss it, but I was. I was a wreck. I was really a wreck during this game because I just know this is such a swing moment. And let me actually, um, uh, the, let, let's skip this last one yeah. and let's just go here. Okay. I, by the way, I thought Rihanna was spectacular. And the fact that she did that while pregnant is unbelievable. It's unbelievable and incredibly cool. Uh, but here's why I was a nervous wreck, and then we'll get to your listener questions in the next segment. This Super Bowl, Demonze, is a fork in the road moment for Mahomes, the Chiefs, Andy, everything. Because if they lose, then it's oh my God, five years, five AFC championship games, never having to play a road playoff game. And you only have one Super Bowl losing record in the Super Bowl. Like, when do you get back? What if you don't? Is this going to, you know, is this going to be the dynasty that never was all of it, right? Right. Now that they won, it is Mahomes is on a legacy free roll for the rest of his career, meaning he never can be a, a no one. There's nothing anyone can ever say about him again. And I do think sometimes that affects guys like Peyton Manning struggled in his first few playoff games, 
which then I believe led him to struggle in the playoffs because that was in his head. Brady wins a Super Bowl immediately and never has to deal with any of that and then goes on to be one of the most clutch players ever. Now that the Chiefs have won two, now that the, the Bucks Super Bowl looks like the aberration event, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, they, you know, they couldn't block him. Tom Brady gets him fine. It just, it creates such positive momentum for the team moving forward. And here's the other thing. And this has never been the case for Kansas City, partially because it's not like a super cool city for NFL guys. Do the Chiefs become the place that the aging, awesome player says, you know what? I'm going to play one more year for not a lot of money because I want to get a championship. Kansas City's where I want to go. Is one of the reasons you can reload. Yeah. Is because you become the spot that people yeah. are like, let me go play there. Yeah. They're in it every year. They've got all these things. If they lose that game, it's just not that. And here's the other thing. Because there was at one point in this game where the entire receiving core had like one catch. Mm-hmm. There was also, if they lost that game, going to be, I think, the unfair, but the narrative of, oh, shouldn't have traded Tyree. Missed, you know what I mean? Missed him in the game. And so instead, they win. And now, you know, now we see how many we can pile up. All right, very quick break. 90-second break. Come back with your listener questions live in the chat. What's right live on YouTube? Demonte, let's get to the listener questions. All right, so first off, Falaw123 says, Chiefs won with the second-best quarterback in the NFL. Mahomes on a bad angle. I got to tell you, we might have to do updated quarterback rankings. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. I Updated quarterback rankings. First of all, I think these might be the, the new updated quarterback rankings. Jalen Hurts, three. Mahomes, two. Injured Mahomes, one. Yes. Mahomes, you realize Mahomes in these playoffs. Let me. So it wasn't again, prolific from a uh, total yardage standpoint, right? But Patrick Mahomes in this postseason where he got hurt a quarter into it, finishes the playoffs, completing 72% of his passes, throwing seven touchdowns, zero picks, a 115 rating. And again, even though he was injured, had. 60 yards and four first down rushes, including in each of the last two games, the biggest run of the game. So again, 700 yards is way low compared to his career in the playoffs. Uh, he's had the, the three other years he's played three playoff games and he had 900 yard, eight, 850 yards, 1,057 yards, and then this year, 700 yards. But that now puts Mahomes' career postseason numbers at 35 touchdowns, seven picks, and a 107 rating. Just unbelievable. All right, next. Uh, so, secondly, we got Brian Jenkins. Yep. Nick, how much of this? How much of the same team do we see next year? How many are free agents, and what's our chances of keeping the band together? Okay, so the the major contributor that could be gone is Frank Clark. So uh, Frank Clark has a $30 million cap hit next year. 
there is a 0% chance that they keep him on a $30 million cap cap it. Okay. I mean, it's just a total impossibility that they do that. Will so if he will agree to a restructure, then maybe you can bring him back. He has been awesome for them in the postseasons. He has been underwhelming for them, obviously, in the regular season. Uh, but the the other guys that if I can somehow get this to pop up for me, that I think are but other than Frank, we can just go through it real quick. The Pacheco is on a rookie deal. Jarek McKinnon is the tough one. And I don't know if they're going to spend money on him. If he wants to come back cheap, I'd love to have him back, but I'm not certain. The receivers, Juju and McColl are the free agents. I think they might let McColl walk, depending on how much money. I mean, they didn't have him in the last three months. They just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Juju, if... It, they might lose them both because it's not a good free agent class for wide receivers. Someone might overpay for them, but Juju just won a Super Bowl. Maybe he'll want to stay. Uh, offensive linemen, the big both tackles are free agents. Orlando Brown was just franchise tagged. I'm sure they're going to try to get a deal worked out with him. I'm not sure. And then we'll see about Andrew Wiley. On defense, they've got everybody on the D-line locked up. Again, Frank Clark, though, could be a cap casualty. All the linebackers are locked up. And the secondary, everyone but Juan Thornhill, they'll probably let him walk, uh, is locked up. But they played so many rookies that they're locked up there. So they're in really, really, McKinnon could be gone. Hardman could be gone. Frank Clark could be gone. But everybody else is there. So I think they're in really, really good position. Next. All right. Blaine Barris or Barris says, do you think Jalen Hurts should have won the Super Bowl MVP despite losing? I don't, but not because you shouldn't be able to win it when you lose. I think you should be able to win MVPs of games or series when you lose. I just don't because I did not think he was demonstrably better than Mahomes. He had way more plays, way more opportunities, but on a per play basis, Mahomes was sensational and he did make one devastating mistake. Yeah. And Mahomes made none. So you know what I mean? Like again, I think he was the second best player in the game. I thought he was awesome, but Mahomes made no mistakes. He made one critical mistake, an unforced error. So when you lose that game and one of the as great as he was, a mistake caught, you know, seven points to the Chiefs, I don't think you can give him the MVP in the losing effort. Well said. Go okay. ahead. Uh, Justin Pinder says, is Magic Johnson a good NBA comparison for Patrick Mahomes? They both started and dominated immediately and also had a stinker finals early that caused doubt in some people's eyes. No. uh, No, I think it's LeBron. LeBron? Now, Mahomes has won championships earlier than LeBron. uh, But it's just a talent the likes of which we've never seen. And... Magic was amazing early. There's no doubt about it. But Magic also was drafted to a team with Kareem, who when Magic was drafted there, Kareem was the best player in the league. Mahomes was drafted to a team that hadn't been to a Super Bowl in 50 years. Here's an unbelievable stat. When Mahomes took over for the Chiefs, they hadn't been to the Super Bowl in 50 years. They had won one. He started for five years. Now there are only six teams in NFL history that have more Super Bowls. Can I put you on the spot? How many of the six do you think you can name? The Patriots. The, 
team. Yep, teams with franchises with more than six, more than three Super Bowl championships. Patriots, correct. Broncos, no. The Broncos have three. So the Patriots, the Steelers. Steelers won four in the seventies. Oh, six years. Steelers, Niners, Niners. Um, What's the most popular team in America? Oh, Cowboys. Cowboys. Are the Giants in there? Giants. That's a great job by you remembering the Giants. Um, remembering the Giants. No, no, no. I, the, <laughs> I, I, I meant that complimentary because the Giants won a bunch of Super Bowls before you were watching football. Right. There's one more you're missing. Can you name it? What part of the of the U.S. were, were they? Well, at? so how about this? Your entire life, they've had it hasn't been the same guy, but your entire life they've had a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. My entire life. Mm -hmm. They're like a blue blood NFL all-time franchise. Holy crap. Who is Green Bay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Green Bay won the first two Super Bowls. Yeah. And then they won one with Favre. Kansas City was one of them, wasn't it? Yeah. Super Bowl one. And then they won one with Favre and one with Rodgers. Yeah. 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 So think about that. Those are the six blue blood NFL franchises. Packers, Giants, Niners. Cowboys, Steelers, Patriots. The Chiefs are one Super Bowl away from joining. The Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs. I remember when we used, they used to suck, dude. Dude, they <laughs> used to be so bad. Demonze, they did not win a playoff game for 22 years. From 93 to 2015. Yeah. They didn't make, they didn't host a conference championship game Ever. And now they've hosted five in a row. It's unbelievable. It's crazy, Next. Man. Oh, William Rodriguez says, do you think the Chiefs should have gone for two points when they and taken a nine-point lead instead of kicking the extra point? Against any team but the Eagles, yes. Here's why I wouldn't have done it against the Eagles. So that was if the Chiefs were up one, they scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. You can go for two and go up nine and put the in a two-score game and put Philly in a really rough spot. Here's why I would not have. The reason you do that is the upside is you go up nine. The downside is you're still up seven and you're going to go, you know, the best they're going to do is tie it because almost every team, if they're down seven and score a touchdown late, they just kick the extra point. I think Philly would have gone for two. So I wouldn't have risked the Chiefs all of a sudden trailing. Right. Because I think Philly is so aggressive and analytically based and so good in short yardage. That if they were down seven, and I said to Demonze, yeah. if the Chiefs scored a touchdown with two minutes left, I thought Philly was, if they scored, would go for two. Yeah. Like that they would just try to take it. So against most teams, yes. Against Philly, no. And because the Chiefs don't have great two point plays, they're not great in like short yardage stuff. So yeah. they're not like Philadelphia in that regard. All right, next. Demonze Stan 101 asks, what did you guys think of Demonze's guest appearance on the Twitch show? I got to tell you, I got to watch it. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Demonte told me it went great. Yeah. And I do want to see it. I was at the Super Bowl. My apologies that you and I haven't talked about That's it yet. Um, but I was very busy all week. Yeah. Of um, but I but from the reports I hear that he did great. All right. Uh Matt Ford wants to know if I think UFOs are visiting us. It's on the board and we can discuss it on a day we're not Yo. talking about the Chiefs Super Bowl. Also, so this yeah. guy takes the dog for a walk in the mornings usually. Mm-hmm. Um and he's like, talking about me? yeah, I'm talking about you. Okay. It's like always like a five minute walk or something. Yeah. Today I noticed he did something a little different. What do you mean? Um, because you know we've got like mailmen and like you know random bystanders that'll come by the house, 
and they're like, oh, like you guys lost me money this week or you won me money or I watched the show. Today I noticed that like you stayed outside for a really long time. I think this guy tried to walk around for a while and have somebody come up to okay. him and congratulate him no. so he could shower in in his his okay. <laughs> in his sureness that, that the Chiefs were gonna win the Super Bowl. That is definitely You were outside for a long time. I today, was buddy. outside for a long time because I felt like our poor dog who I didn't take out yesterday for like eight hours because <laughs> the Super Bowl was on. I was so stressed out. I was trying to let him have a nice long walk. And I Hopefully had to catch a few bystanders. I was not trying to catch any bystanders. I was not. I was not dressed for it. Yeah. I was not even in any Chiefs gear. That was a whole setup by you. <laughs> great show, everybody. I got to go do the greatest television show I've ever done. The Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. See you guys at 3 p.m. Eastern on FS1. What's up? Right?